On today's episode, we're going to be talking about man's best friend. And a dog? Not a dog, and, or woman's best friend. That's right. We're going to be talking about your spouse being your best friend and what that actually means and maybe even some tips on how to make sure that your spouse stays your best friend. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. Looking forward to being with you this week after a week off. And uh, for those of you who follow us weekly, we are, I mean, I don't guess we should apologize. We're just saying we missed you. And it was an unexpected, not that it. we knew we were going to be out of town. We just didn't prepare really to be out of town and do a podcast. We didn't tell people we were going to be out of town. Yeah. We were gone (laughs) for a long... I mean, I was in a hotel room for seven nights in a row. Yeah. So we were doing some serious traveling there for a few days. And so it caused us to miss our opportunity uh, to do our podcast and record our podcast last week. And so when we got back, it was already midweek because you guys had fall break. And we were just like, it's not happening. It's not happening. That's okay. We would rather um, be able to come and visit with all of our listeners when we actually are not rushing That's and right. pushing things. So here we are, and it's good to be back. Hey, just as a reminder, we um, we always try to throw this out at some point during our podcast, but it would be amazing if those of you that are listening, if you have been blessed by our podcast, if uh, you support what we're doing and what we're sharing with marriages all around the world, we would love it if you would take a moment and subscribe to our podcast so that uh, you're going to get it every single week when it comes out. Uh, But also, just take a second to give us a rating, um, and also a review would be huge and very helpful to us. Um, Not because we just need a pat on the back, although we do listen or we do read all of the reviews, but it really does help our podcast get into, get in front of more people. So we would love for you to do that if, if you could please help us out and do that. So today we're going to talk about, it's funny that we're going to talk about man's best friend because right now... (laughs) Our, our man, dog. our man's best friend, our our dog, who we love dearly, <laughs> uh, is a little upset with his mommy right now because she skipped out on her afternoon walk with him, mm-hmm. and uh, I took him for a second time today. We have a routine. I take him running in the morning. Heather takes him walking in the afternoon, and uh, today was a really busy day. She came home and she was like, "I don't have time," and I was like, well, "He was ready," so I took him, and now he's mad. He's mad at me. It mm. makes me sad. Hey, that microphone right there, yeah. you actually have to like keep your mouth in front of it and talk in and it. And for those of you who are keeping up, he still has the good headphones and I don't have any. Well, you have to earn that. 
And if you're just moving your head all around and talking <laughs> way over here and dogging way over here, you don't even know you don't even know how to use the equipment properly. <laughs> when you get to a point where you can actually use the equipment properly, I'll buy you some headphones. How about that? Okay. I'll stay right here. All right. Man's best friend, not a dog. But not a dog. Um we're we are we're gonna talk so give us uh give us a little bit of background on um why we might why we're gonna talk about this today. Yeah, okay. So um we talk often about the fact that people reach out to us um, through um, instant message or through email, through our website, um, and a lot of the messages we get um, talk a lot about how the woman is treating the um, husband, how the wife is treating the husband, or how the husband is treating the wife, and um, how ugly and mean and, you know, just disrespectful some of the things that people um, say to their spouses are. And I read them and I'm just heartbroken um, over that. And it's been on my mind a lot and just, um, you know, just it's been heavy on my heart. And I just started thinking how even when we went through um, our marriage crisis 11 years ago and you had every reason to be able to speak ugly to me or or be ugly to me or short or unkind or um, disrespectful you know I shouldn't say you had every reason to be but it would have been justified in the world's eyes I think for you to do that you just never did And I just was heartbroken for these people that maybe even haven't even been through um, a crisis of any kind, but their, their spouses are just so um, just unkind to them. And it's, and I just, I just started thinking, what is it about that, that is, just makes me so sad. And I think that part of it is um, we just get so comfortable with each other and there's such a, because you're in a covenant relationship and you're like, well, we're married and they can't get out of this. It's almost like it gives you an excuse to, um, to talk disrespectfully or to talk ugly or to make fun of when it's not okay. Um, and just be unkind to your spouse. And so I started thinking about what is it that, um, why do we do that? Besides the fact that I think we just get too comfortable. And I started thinking about my relationships in general. Um, you know, I have tons of acquaintances, as most people do. And then you have your few people. Well, you have your family, like my mom and my dad and my sister. And, you know, that's a different relationship. And then you have the people who are, you would consider just your best friend, you know, it may be one person, maybe it's a group of three or four people um, that you're just best friends with. And I look at how I treat my very best friends. And so I started thinking about if one of my best friends um, made something, I don't know why I said hot chocolate when I was telling you this, but if they made this special hot chocolate and they said, Ooh, Heather, you got to try this hot chocolate. I want you to come try it. And I went over there and it tasted like 
You said dog poop. Liquid to me. poop. Liquid. <laughs> liquid poop. And it tasted, but we're talking about man's best friend. That's right. So, so we'll yeah, dog poop. Dog poop. And if it tasted bad, I wouldn't say, oh my gosh, what did you make this with? You know, I just wouldn't. I mean, I'm trying to protect a relationship um, at that point and making sure I don't want to hurt their feelings or anything like that. So, of course, you have, they're your best friends, so you can maybe joke about it and, you know, or say, um, what exactly did you put in this? Or maybe we can make it better. Or maybe we did this different. You know, you just would approach it so much differently. But yet, when it's something our spouse has done, um, you know, maybe a dinner that they tried or, I mean, that's a trivial thing, but I'm just throwing out an example. We just tend to talk so ugly mm-hmm. to... Well, you can, th- you can apply that to anything. I mean, yard work, you can, I mean, you know, anything that your, that your spouse does yeah. and you criticize it sure. instead of, you know, um, I mean, treating them like they're your best friend and yeah. how would you go about protecting that relationship, improving that relationship, improving them as a best friend, even if you need to speak truth to them, you know, all of that. Right, right. It's all, but we, but I think that goes away a Mm -hmm. lot of times when we're talking to our spouse. And so I've like just been really conscious of that lately. Um, That if, you know, if, if one of my best friends said something to me, um, and and I want to respond well, and then I, you say something to me, and I I've been thinking, would I respond that way to someone that I was really the the relationship was important to me? Well, I think we I think we think harder about hurting our friends' mm-hmm. feelings sure. way more than we think about hurting our spouses' feelings. I, I agree with that, and your friends don't have to put up with it. I mean, bottom line is like if you, mm-hmm. you know, if you talk to your friend ugly, you know, I teach my kid, my, um, my school kids all the time that if you want to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. I mean, like, like if you want to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. And that is, it's the same thing with marriage. If you want a good marriage and a a good, you know, your spouse to love and adore you and treat you with respect, you have to do the same thing Mm -hmm. to them. And I just think we've gotten so far away from um, being kind and, and respecting the marriage relationship because it's like, I mean, they're here the good, the bad, the ugly, in sickness and in health. And, and and there's this part that I can almost hear somebody thinking, yeah, but you got to be able to be yourself around your spouse. And you do. I mean, you know me deeper and in more areas than anybody else um, in the world. I mean, including our children, my parents, um, my best friends. You know me deeper and more than any of them do. But that doesn't give me a right to treat you unkind or unjustly. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, just a few weeks ago, not too long ago, we actually did a podcast on, uh, we we asked the question, or we said, the question was, well, the statement was, in order to have what you used to have, you have to do what you used to do. Right. And I think that, that a lot of, 
I mean, if we, if you talk to anybody that's about to get married, they're going to say, I'm marrying my best friend. Mm-hmm. They just right. do. They just say, yeah. I'm going to marry, I'm marrying my best friend. And most marriage relationships, that's how they start. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have same sex, um, you know, best friends right. along with that, but you're marrying your best friend. And so what we're, what we're getting at here is that somewhere along the way, that just kind of starts fading away. Right. And not for everybody. I mean, there's seasons of, you know, where things are good and things. But sure. but I think um, a lot of people just get to a point where they're just roommates. Yeah. And they're roommates and they're business partners mm-hmm. in a lot of way. They're mm-hmm. business partners because they're running a household. They're running a business where they have finances together, mm-hmm. where they have children, where they're having to take from one place to the next. And it all becomes so transactional. And it's no longer what it was when you got married or before you got married when you were just best friends. And, you know, obviously, if you get married and you'd never had a fight before, that's pretty weird and pretty, <laughs> I mean, you know, but... but when you fought as or had disagreements or whatever, you, you you know, before you got married, it was still your best friend and you were trying to protect the that relationship because you wanted it to move forward. Right. You wanted it to become something. You didn't some, want to lose it. Yeah, and you wanted it to become something else. Right. But then it just gets to be a little bit comfortable. Um, and, that's and I one. think it's that pressure off of I'm not going to lose it because we're married, mm-hmm. you know? So you just don't have to try right. as hard. Right, right. Um, and I start, but I started thinking when you were talking about the whole, you know, how you treat. What in the world was that? My, my. You had uh, a bubble. <laughs> my uh, throat gur- gurgled as I was talking. That was kind of weird. Um, but when you were talking about your, your friends and how you relate to your friends, I just wonder too, if there's, there becomes because I think that guys and guy friends are very different in a lot of ways than girls and girlfriends. Right. And so I wonder if sometimes that becomes a clash sure. of, you know, once you get married, you know, the 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 wife is is kind of looking at the spouse to be the type of friend that her friends are right. to her. Which is not going to happen. Yeah, and the and the guys are kind of doing the same thing. And, you know, we've talked about this before on our, on our uh, podcast, but, like, you know, for guys, it's not a lot of, hey, let's sit down and chit-chat it right. up and talk all the time. It's like we want to do stuff together. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to... We want to be active together. We want to watch the ball game together. We mm-hmm. want to go to games together. And so I think that, you know, when you're dating, you're just, you're trying, like, the guys are like, hey, yeah, I'm a talker. I want to mm-hmm. listen to you because you right. you, you want to want to move the, move it forward. And right. in the same way, the girl is a lot of times, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go and do the things that you like to do, right. you know, hunting, fishing, what, you know, yeah. whatever, because I want to be with you. But then all of a sudden you get married and it's like, nah, that's not really me. Mm-hmm. And so you sort of lose that. And so, I, you know, I try to think, well, I mean, how do you, where, where's the balance there, you right. know? Because, because you don't want to, um, I mean, like, like for me, I want you to be the spouse that wants to do things with me, mm-hmm. the adventures mm-hmm. and having fun together. And, you know, 
sometimes you want to and sometimes you don't. And And then I want you to be the type of husband that would love to just sit on the couch Mm -hmm. with a cup of coffee or whatever and watch a movie or talk about a day our day or and I think that what what that comes down to is do we enjoy each other's company? Mm -hmm. And if we enjoy each other's company, then we're willing to do those things. Like I'm willing to go and do things with you sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you're willing to sit on the sofa and watch a movie because it's, I enjoy being with you. Mm -hmm. And so, so that those, those, you know, are a little bit easier to do when you enjoy being together. So for those marriages that are out there that just find themselves being in this disconnect Mm -hmm. where they, you know, I mean, we hear from them all the time. And I would imagine that a lot of married, a lot of married couples that are listening to us, the spouse that's listening, as they're listening to this, they're probably saying, yeah, that's us. We're just Mm -hmm. not, we're not best friends anymore. Like there's a lot of people I would rather hang out with Mm -hmm. than my husband or my wife. Or not only that, they get on my nerves. I don't want to hang out with them, you know? So what do we, you know, what is the advice that we can, that we can give? Because it is a different, it is a different type of best friend relationship Mm -hmm. than what you would have with a same sex friendship. Um, but in the same way, I do think that you, just going back to how you started this whole thing with, okay, well, you know, how I treat my same-sex friends, I've got to be, um, I've got to be really conscious of treating my spouse in those, with that same mm-hmm. degree of respect and patience mm-hmm. and kindness and all that. So what are the things that we would tell, tell our listeners as they're listening to us, you know, how do I get that back? Like, mm-hmm. what do I, what do I do to mm-hmm. become best friends with my spouse again. Yeah. Well, I know um, the number one thing for me is the amount of time that you spend with your spouse and not under the same roof, but quality time that you spend with them. You know, in order for a friendship to move forward and to um, continue, you have to spend time with them. I mean, it's the same thing with our relationship with the Lord. If you don't spend time with him, then that that the depth of friendship and the depth of relationship is not going to go anywhere. And I mean, you know, it's it's the same thing with with my friends. If I didn't because I changed jobs recently, my really good friend that I used to be right across the hall from in spending time, I saw her all the time. Well, now I'm in a different position and I don't see her as much. And I don't just say, oh, sorry, you know, we're not friends anymore. I have to be very purposeful in the amount of time that I, and the time I make to spend time with her and the time I make to communicate with her. And I think that that 100% is applicable to marriage because like you start going in different directions with children and you know sports you go in that way I go in this way and so you have to you have to be purposeful in making time to spend together if you want your friendship to grow well you I think you know spending time together that's actual um meaningful time and not just like the transactional time and the business and you know running the household and stuff but you know that's just that's just with any friendship you know when friends 
move away or when you're not in close proximity with friends, you know, as much as you maybe were in one season of life, it doesn't mean that they quit become that they're not your friend anymore, but it's hard to have, you know, and, and I think about you had a group of friends that y'all all all talked together and y'all saw each other every day and like, y'all were like best friends. Mm -hmm. And now all of you are in different places and you're still friends. And it's great that y'all still have a a group text that you, Mm -hmm. you know, keep up with each other. But I mean, it would be really hard pressed for any of y'all at this point to say, oh, we're best friends. All six of us. Right, right. right. I mean, there's, you know, there's different relationships with each one of of them and stuff like that. But that's because you're not spending any time with them. And you can't expect to be best friends with somebody that you're never spending time with. And, And look, you may say, oh, well, my best friend lives all the way on the other side of the country. Well, yes, that's your friend, but you don't have the same relationship with them as you did when you were together right. all the time. Yeah. And when you were and they may have become your best friend at one point because you were together all the time. Right. They probably didn't become your friend best friend by from living across from, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah. and I mean and that's great. The modern technology can keep that together. But it's not realistic to think that that can happen with your spouse right. if you're not spending real time together. And, yes, it's more than just being under the same roof. I mean, because you can easily just become a roommate. And if you're just going to, you know, your kids' ball games together and you're just going to, you know, I mean, like I said, just the transactional things mm-hmm. and the things to church that you, on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> and you're not and you're not actually spending time hanging out together like you did when you were dating, and when you were first married. Then it's really hard. And I think just along those same lines is just commun- the communication, mm-hmm. because you think about how you treat your how your friend, not your spouse, but your friends. Not, you're not having communication with them by saying, you know, hey, I'm going to pick up your, you know, maybe you are picking up their kids at some point, but it's not all like, I'm doing this, you do this. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, what are you do this for me? I, it's, it's talking, right. like it's just... And heart stuff. Yeah, and yep. sharing things. And, oh, my gosh, I, this funny story happened today. Mm-hmm. And I just would challenge people out there that as you, when you think about that, like during the day, something funny happens. Mm-hmm. And when your immediate first thought is, I got to tell my friend mm-hmm. that's not my spouse, my mm-hmm. best friend or whatever, I would just challenge you to start thinking, hey, you know what? Not I'm not saying to not include your your friends anymore yeah but i'm saying like think why do i not want to share that with my spouse right and maybe take that step and say you know i want to share this with my spouse and if you're in this funk of throughout the day you're communicating whether it's by text or phone call or whatever with your same-sex friends rather than your spouse that's another thing that I would say. Not, nothing wrong with That's that. That's right. Like, That's right. Have friends, but if you're if your friends are take getting all of your attention and all of your friendship time, mm-hmm. then you start thinking about how can I include my spouse right. better in this? Because you need to have those type of conversations and communication Mm -hmm. and not just what are you picking up from the grocery store when you go to the grocery. Yeah, and, and, you know, 
I think about that. And I think about the person that after this podcast is going to say, you know what? They're right. I'm going to text my spouse something that happened today, like as it happens today, and I need to somebody to laugh with somebody or whatever, I'm going to send it to my spouse instead of my friends. You can't expect that the first time you do that, you're going to get what you're desiring. The reason why we text our friendship, our friends, is because we know the reaction we're yeah, going to get from that's them. Right. That's because right. they're going to laugh with us or they're going to, you know, maybe there's some inside jokes that they know exactly what they're ta- you're talking about and they send a gif or whatever. And but like we know the reaction that we're going to get and that's why we send it to them is because we want that. Well, your spouse not may not be in a position right now mm-hmm. to give that to you because you never do it. Right. And so you have to be able to, you know, that has to be a process of welcoming them back into the daily things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, of your life, because there's certain things that happen, you know, while I'm at school that, that my friends find so much more, more, not more funny, funnier, funnier Funnier. than you would more funny or whatever than you would (laughs) um because they're there they know the people I'm you know and so there are times where it's like okay Rusty would not appreciate this at all I mean because we're certainly not saying to do that with everything right 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 right. but if there's something that that it's that good happened or funny that happened or hurtful like you need to share those things with your spouse and not just your best friend mm-hmm. and or your best friends and and you know I can I can just hear it somebody saying okay I'm gonna send it to them and they do it and they don't get the re- well that's why I never text them because they made me feel like an idiot or they didn't appreciate it or or they um didn't think it was funny at all or you know it's and just a yeah. I think that there's this um, uh, almost like an initiation period of welcoming your spouse back into your world if they're not there right, right now. Right. And, but I do think that like that's the challenge. Like yeah. or the, I mean that's what we would challenge our mm-hmm. listeners for this week is see how you can welcome your spouse back into your world as much as you possibly can. I mean, even as we were talking, I was thinking about things that you do with your friends. Well, one of the things that I, you know, like you just think about um, calling up a friend and saying, hey, let's go have coffee sometime or let's go to lunch sometime. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you did that with mm-hmm. your spouse? That's you know, right. I mean, go have coffee with your spouse. Right. I mean, the, the, but there's literally people listening to us that go, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, because we live together. We can have coffee together anytime. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but that's why you're not friends right now. Right. You know? And so, I don't know. I just think, I think that when you were telling me that you wanted to talk about it and you started talking about your, you know, your friends Mm -hmm. and how you relate to your friends, that's what I kind of grabbed hold of was, okay, well, we all need to look at our individual friends and think, okay, how do I treat them? Right. And why do I not treat my spouse the like same? Like that, yeah. if not and, better. And way better. Right. I mean, and right. way better. Sure. I mean, this is sure. this is the love of your life. And That's this right. is, you know, and and to be and we've talked about this, how your spouse needs to be number one. If all of those other friendships were gone and faded away or mm-hmm. moved away or whatever, your spouse is what's that that's it. I mean, they're that's they're what's the left. Bird. Yeah, they're the red bird that never leaves. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a great um, challenge for all of us to 
begin to welcome our spouse back into all areas of, and, you know, even back to the communication thing, you know, your spouse may send you something or text you something that you may not care about, right. but that's part of part of being a friend. I mean, because I get stuff sometimes sure. for, from friends of mine that I'm like, oh, good grief, you know, yeah. or like, I don't care. But I don't say that. No. I'm like, why'd you send that to me? Right. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, you just, you just, ha ha, and yeah. oh, that's funny. Yeah. Thanks for sending that mm-hmm. clip or whatever, you know, right. and you, you engage with them and, you know, it just keeps the it keeps the friendship alive and, you know, it, it just keeps you in their world. That's right. And I think That's that right. it's important to be in your spouse's world all throughout the yep. day and yep. not just when you walk in under your four walls of That's your right. house. And it's just a good check of your spirit to think the way I just said that to my spouse or the words I just said to my spouse, would I talk to anybody else like that? Yeah. And, and I, from things that we, I've read lately, a lot lately, I'm like, they're, they're treating their spouse worse than they would treat anybody else in their world. And that, and it makes me sad. It makes me hurt. And I think we need to check up on that. And, and again, we kind of glazed over this really fast or went by this really fast, but we're not saying that you can't. You're, you need to speak truth. I mean, sure, we talk about this sure. all the time on our podcast. You need speaking to be truth and love. speaking truth and being honest, mm-hmm. but you do that with your friends too. Sure. And you need to do that with your spouse as well. But again, with the same amount of, um, you know, protecting the relationship. Mm-hmm. And again, we've got tools on that. We talk about the heart talk all the time and how you can, you know, speak real truth to your spouse and you need to I mean everybody needs to be honest and no secrets and all of that Um, but at the same time we've got to be able to do it to where we're treating them like they're our best friend that's right and that's the bottom line so Mm -hmm. hey great topic thanks that was your idea so you got way more friends than I do so (laughs) so maybe that's why you're my only friend Heather whatever as your friends listen and go thanks a lot I got lots of friends um yeah we do we we're very blessed and we have lots of friends but I I will say that you're my best friend so I hope that you would say the same thing you are about me you're definitely my Um, best friend and we don't get it right all the time we don't. But we are so much further along in that area, probably, than we've ever been in our whole lives. Sure. Um, and some of that comes with just maturity and mm-hmm. things that we've learned through past and mistakes and all yep. that kind of stuff. But it's a good season of life for us to be in because we have learned so much on this. And yep. so wanted to share that with our listeners. So, hey, thanks for listening. Y'all have a great week. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.